and we are live making coffee. <laughs> Pardon moi. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's your favorite show in the whole world of shows that ever showed. It's the Bitcoin Ben Show, hosted by the one, the only, the Patrick. Wait, no. Hosted by Bitcoin Ben. What's up, everybody? As you guys know, we're over, over $50,000 Bitcoin again. My friends, it ain't going to stop. I've told you guys and I've showed you guys it ain't going to stop. We're going to have little shit dips, and I do mean shit dips, but it's not going to stop. We're at a point. Remember, don't make me show it. I'm going to show it. The pinch point. We're at the pinch point of the Bitcoin, where the supply is so tight that any volume upwards is going to push the price up. Any volume. Because now... We're at a point, right? We're at a point where any any daily increase in volume on the upside will push it up because of the HODL effect. Remember, 60 to 70% of all of the Bitcoin purchased every day is hodled for more than a year. And the number of addresses that are hodling for longer than a year is growing. We, they're now tracking what they are calling five-year HODL addresses, right? These are are addresses that they've actually been able to track and are linked with certain organizations that have publicly announced that they're not selling any Bitcoin, right? So these addresses are basically Satoshi Nakamoto addresses. They're not selling. They're only accumulating when they want to use it as a... If they need capital, they're not going to sell it. They're going to get a loan against it. So they are just accumulating more and more Bitcoin as a leverage asset and not as, not as an exit 
asset. You see what I'm saying? These large entities are per perfect example is micro strategies. Michael Saylor has said on several accounts that he is never selling any of their Bitcoin. That he is going to leverage the Bitcoin and use it as the leverage asset of his company. Think about that. All right. A company, a billion plus dollar company is going to replace the leverage asset from the profitability and assets of the company. And they're replacing that leverage asset with the Bitcoin. So in the future, he will not have to sell shares of his company if he wants to raise capital. He, he will leverage and get loans, which is basically what selling his shares of his company is. He will get a non taxable loan against the asset of his Bitcoin. You have to understand what that means. Non-taxable event. That means his leverage cost is only the interest charged against the loan of the asset. And with his rating and the way he'll have it arranged, he'll, he'll get free money. People will lend him money like it's going out of style because they know his asset that he's lending against is the apex predator of the financial pyramid. At the very tippy top, the most valuable asset in the world right now is actually the Bitcoin. The great part is, is we're in a reverse adoption triangle. So think of this, the most valuable asset in the world at the very top is the Bitcoin. The, the least owned, most, the least owned is Bitcoin. The the least available is Bitcoin. It's, let's put it this way. 
there's more people with more money that want the Bitcoin than there are Bitcoin available. So they, they are literally buying as much as they can get without pushing the price up on themselves because they know that with the amount they want to buy, see these volumes right here. Let's hop over here and check out my favorite site in the whole, whole willy wide world. Right. Gonna do this. Booyah. Fiat leak. Right. We got everyone and their brother buying Bitcoin. And at the same oh, and don't I got some news. I got some news on Bitcoin that finally I got one CEO that shall not be named to agree with me that within the next month, the next month, the next 30 days, you're not going to be able to buy Bitcoin. That there will be so few people selling any tangible amount of Bitcoin that Coinbase will literally have to refuse purchases on their own. All right. Let me put it this way. If you want to buy a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin next month, you'll be able to do it. You'll, you'll be able to buy a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin. Probably not on Coinbase. <laughs> Probably not on Gemini. But you'll be able to buy a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin. You will not be able to buy a hundred thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin at once. The over the counters, right, will not be able to sell you any significant amount of the Bitcoin. Because they're not going to have it. In fact, Coinbase right now, they are pulling that. Yeah, we'll get it to you in seven days bullshit. I have people on Patreon that are sending me messages. Hey, I tried buying on Coinbase. Uh, they said they'd get me my coins in seven days. Is this normal? It is for Coinbase. <laughs> See,
even the exchanges are trying to keep this price from going too high. They're trying to right. They're trying to handle the volumes. Problem is, PayPal today, as of today, over in the UK, people can buy cryptocurrencies with PayPal in the UK as of today. That sounds like a song. So there's another on-ramp, right? There's another major on-ramp just opening up today. Now, we have more and more on-ramps than ever before. There are more, and, and, and what's hilarious is these exchanges, they're liquidating each other. Like Kraken is API'd into Coinbase. Coinbase is API'd into Binance. There, whoever's got the Bitcoin is getting bum-rushed. Whoever has the sellable that are for who whoever has the biggest sell wall is getting bombarded with actual people trying to buy Bitcoin. When when you're at a market cap like the Bitcoin is, right? When you're at that market cap, the amount of volume it takes, even on on the exchanges, to push the price up in in significant jumps is a lot. You, you've got to have a lot of volume. Well, right now, we do. We got a ton of volume with, like I explained on this chart. I call it a chart. It's more of a little fancy drawing. Right? The volume is increasing. The supply is decreasing. Because of the HODL effect, the 68 to 72 percent of Bitcoin that's purchased every day is HODLed for more than a year. So there are less actual, the Bitcoin available every day. And then volume, right? Or no, the supply, we're hitting the crunch point 
or the pinch point of last happenings realization on the blockchain. The, the amount of the Bitcoin that was produced in excess from before the last happening is gone. They're all hodled up. The amount being produced right now per block, number one, the miners are not selling. They're leveraging. They're getting loans to pay their overhead and hodling the Bitcoin. We have several entities that are buying more of the Bitcoin every day than is produced every day, that is released every day from the blocks. What does that mean? That means, ah, that means price be going up, folks. I, last Friday, guess what I did? Guess, I bet you, I bet you won't guess. I bought Bitcoin. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Every Friday, I buy Bitcoin. Because I know where this is going. I know that I'm not selling Bitcoin. I know that in the future, when I buy a house, or if I want to buy a house, I'm not going to get a loan against the house. I'm going to get a loan against my Bitcoin because the interest rate will be lower than the house. That reminds me, that reminds me on today's Patreon show. All right, I just got a new Apple Watch and it's linked with my phone. So now my notifications go to my watch too. Something else to bug the shit out of me. So on today's Patreon show, I'm going to explain this transition and I'm going to start to explain it here. Right. Cliff High put out a video named Chronic Haze Wound. All right. In there, he talks about capitalism and how we how we are gonna enter into a real capitalistic economy. He's absolutely right. Now, 
the monetary system we've had for the last hundred years has been a leech around the neck, just a line of leeches around the neck of the economy. They don't add value. They, they leech value out of the economy. The economy is the production of usable goods. That's what an economy is. The production and sale of usable goods. A, the financial system we've been living under is the leech that removes value out of the economy using interest rates and loans. That is linked with a fiat monetary system from the Federal Reserve. See, in a real economy, you don't need to adjust interest rates. The reason they have to adjust interest rates is because we're under a fiat currency system. When you're in a hard money system, like gold, silver, especially like cryptocurrencies, like Bitcoin, Litecoin. When you're in a hard money system, lending is, is solely based on the, the productivity of the entity that is borrowing the money. The cost of capital is higher and requires a higher level of trust of a return. You see what I'm saying? In order to raise capital in a hard money environment, you have to have a damn good product. You have to offer a damn good service. You have to have proof of concept that is, is, is very good and that you can prove that your company or your service will generate income because it doesn't have the crutch of the money printers. See, the printing of the money is the only thing that has allowed this stinking rotten economy or what looks like an economy to keep going.
a majority of the companies and the financial institutions that are alive today should be dead. They're, they're not solvent. They don't make profit. If you're a company that does not make profit in a real economy, in a hard money economy, you die. You go under. You be blockbuster. Because perfect example, let's use blockbuster. When Blockbuster got their lunch, breakfast, and dinner eaten by Netflix and those kiosks, no one was lending Blockbuster money. No one wanted to lend Blockbuster money because everyone realized Blockbuster was junk. Blockbuster was dead. Blockbuster was a skeleton in the closet of the old technology. So they died. If Blockbuster would have been around or was around today, they could get money directly from the Federal Reserve at 0% interest and prop up their company with fiat money. And they just keep kicking along. Nobody using them. Nobody swinging over. Nobody rewinding the tape. There's an extra dollar charge if you don't rewind the tape. Those of us old enough remember that. They charge you a dollar if you didn't rewind the tape at Blockbuster. Because then they'd have to put it in their little uh, tape rewinder. Oh, the struggle was real for Blockbuster. We have so many companies that are literally zombie companies. They are zombie companies. We have so many financial institutions. We have some banks. Most of the banks are zombie banks. You want to know how I know they're zombie banks? The overnight repo rate. If you want to know if you're a healthy financial institution, ask yourself, am I going to the Fed window every night? If you are, you're not a healthy industry. You're not a healthy company. Because if you have to have a blood fusion every day, guess what? You ain't healthy. 
If I, every day, had to go get a blood transfusion or get get a blood bag a blood bag hanging for me every day i'm not a healthy individual well every night we have these financial institutions that are going to the blood bank of the fed trying not to die. We have the Federal Reserve printing tons of money here, trying to rake in money over here. They're trying to create new financial instruments to absorb the hyperinflation that everyone in their brother is announcing. Uh, that uh, we're, we're gonna launch an ETF for Bitcoin that is linked to the Chicago uh, 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 C, the CME or CBMO, whatever the hell that Chicago thing is, futures market for Bitcoin. So we're not going to launch an ETF for Bitcoin, but we will launch an ETF for a futures for Bitcoin. You know what that is? They're trying to create a product that will absorb some of the money going into Bitcoin. Some of the money. Not all of it. Right? That is it. That is it. They are trying to literally create products to fight the Bitcoin. But they can't because the knowledge, the knowledge of how good the Bitcoin, the Litecoin, the Digibyte, the fixed assets, of the digital currency world blows away everything. There is nothing better. It's it's literally, like I've said in the past, the US dollar is the tallest midget in the room. It's not that they're good. It's not that the dollar's good. It's that the dollar is the tallest midget on the basketball court. The Bitcoin is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right? In fact, 
The Bitcoin is Kareem Aldouj Bitcoin. So we basically got all of the fiat currencies. And they're all midgets. The dollar being the tallest midget on the basketball court. And then we got Kareem Aldu Jabitcoin. That is the world we're living in. So the Kareem Aldu Kareem Aldu Jabitcoin is dribbling down the court and slamming every time on all of the little fiat midgets. That's the reality of the global market right now. And we have the play-by-players, the mainstream media, who are trying to maneuver and trying to twist the English language into some type of positive for the midget. Here's, 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 here's my impression of the financial mainstream media talking about the currency basketball game. Hi, this is blah, blah, blah on CNBC, and welcome to the game, folks. Here we go. We got the U.S. dollar dribbling down. All right. He he tries to pass it between his little midget legs, but the basketball is larger than the gap between the U.S. dollar's little midget's legs. And, oh, here comes Kareem Alduja Bitcoin. Oh, he takes the ball from the little midget, the little dollar midget. Oh, my God, the little dollar midget fell. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Kareem Alduja Bitcoin is dribbling down, down, down in the, oh, wait, hang on a second. The little midget dollar has got a hold of Kareem Alduja Bitcoin shoelace. Kareem Alduja Bitcoin is dribbling down the court. There's a dollar hanging on to his shoestring. Little midget legs flailing all over the place. The dollar's looking bad, folks, but don't worry. Buy the dollar. The dollar's good. Oh, Kareem Alduja Bitcoin shoots a three-pointer. Oh, oh, folks, it's just, it's hideous. It's hideous. Okay, now we've got the, uh, the, the yen. The yen is tossing the basketball into the court. And yes, the yen is very, very short. 
because Asian people are already short. Imagine how short the uh, the midget rep representation of their currency is. Okay, so the yen passes into the dollar. The dollar tries to dribble down. Oh, he gets caught with two-hand dribbling. Well, he can't help it. It's, his hands are basically the size of a quarter. After, oh, Kareem Alduja Bitcoin just comes up, slaps him down, knocks all of the little fiat midgets around, and dunks. Oh, my God. God, this is horrible. But don't buy Bitcoin. That is my representation of what the hell is going on in the true, true currency economy. The midgets of the fiat are getting their asses stopped by the Kareem. I'll do the Bitcoin. And you know why? Because Kareem, I'll do the Bitcoin, is seven foot six. While America, the midget dollar, is three foot one. It ain't nothing but math, folks. It ain't nothing but math. My friends, anytime you can get some Bitcoin, get you some Bitcoin. Because the dollar, the yen, the euro, they're not just midgets. They're aging midgets. So they're shrinking. They're shrinking. This is just how it is. This is not my idea of the world. This is the world. We're living in a world of midgets in the currency world. And we and Kareem Alduja Bitcoin, and mind you, he's got a whole team with him. We have Ethereum. I don't know who the hell's... Uh, uh, How about Colby Bitcoin Cash? <laughs> I don't know who else we could talk about, but <clears throat> there's a whole world of cryptos that are stomping ass on the midget fiat currencies. That's just what's going on. And it's not going to stop. The Bitcoin's not going to stop it at 50,000. The Bitcoin's not going to stop at 100,000. It's not going to quit 
until it absorbs every single entity of productivity value and labor value in the world. The Bitcoin is going to represent everything of value. And you know how that happens with a deflationary currency? Everything gets priced in Satoshis. When you go to buy your car and and you want to buy a brand new car, and they're like, yeah, that's a thousand Satoshis. That's when you know that Bitcoin, all right, is it. That's it. Hang on one second. We got Red Nation here. At Bitcoin Ben, if all of the money goes into Bitcoin and Bitcoin becomes a global reserve, its value would be $100 million per coin. Someone did the math on it a while back. I think I heard that. That sounds true. My friends, that and then guess what? Once the Bitcoin has absorbed all of the currency, at the same time, it's going to be absorbing direct labor where Mark my words. Let's see. What is today's? All right. It's Monday, the 23rd of 2021. I'll, I'll give it 10 years. All right. Somebody mark this. 10 years from today. There will be people working a full hour, a full hour for one Satoshi. Mark my words. A mark of my words. In 10 years. See, people don't appreciate what we are moving into. And that's what Cliff High was talking about. When real capitalism, right? Real capitalism is based on hard money. Hard money makes a strong economy because it it makes the competition of industry expensive. Where if you've got a great product and you build the better mousetrap, 
you become the best mousetrap. In a fiat world, the old mousetrap that ain't worth a chip, guess what? They go out of business in a hard economy or hard currency economy. Where in this economy, they get propped up by who? The bankers. All right, everybody. Now, I'm, I'm going to talk about this more on Patreon. I'm actually going to jump over to Patreon right now. Click the link under here, and I'm going to give you more play-by-play of the Kareem Aldouja Bitcoin. Hey, somebody in Alaska just bought Bitcoin. No, that was Canada. I'm, I'm just joking. <laughs> All right. Click the link under here. Become a Patreon for five bucks a month. Oh, and yes, this Wednesday on Patreon, I'll be doing a Wednesday evening entrepreneurs event with the guys in Nashville. So you'll learn and be privy to the first tokenized high-rise project ever on my Patreon channel. So join my Patreon, the regular level, if you just want to watch the regular shows and the extra Patreon shows, that's only five bucks a month. If you want the entrepreneur level, that's 50 bucks a month. But trust me, you learn to make money in the entrepreneurial level. Love you guys. See you there. If you want to make money in cryptos, join the entrepreneur level. Love you guys. See you then. I'll meet you there in about five or ten minutes on Patreon. Be there. Bye-bye.